Welcome back to another episode of Can't Handle the Heat. It's your boy G Swizz, joined by my broski, Jokesy. How we doing, Jokesy? Jokesy in Germany. Doing jo- great. Germany, Jokesy. That's good. It's I the Jodo know. and Brodo show today. The Jodo and Brodo, not solo. <laughs> not Mike Doe. <laughs> uh, well, first things first, guys. Hot at the gate. Guess what? Today launches our Black Friday new merch sale. That is right. You can get your forest green autism crew neck. You can get your university sweatpants, or you can get your McKillin' It sand-colored T-shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, the sale is hot. Everything is linked in our description. Check below, get the new merch. I'll have it pop up right now. Bam, you saw it. You love it. And again, click the link in the bio. We'll be repping it soon. It's on its way to Joe in Germany right now, so we can disperse it to us. And, and people better get on it, because yeah. all the time we get written like, a day or two later, I'm like, it's sold out. That stuff sold out like immediately. We warned you, we told you, everybody, you've got to be ready. So I think there might be some things in some sizes where if you're hearing this right now, that it might be too late. So get to the website, That's true. go get it. Because we tell everybody, you've got to be ready. When we announce stuff, you got to be ready because it goes so fast. That's true. The stuff is sick and it's limited edition because we like the limited edition stuff. So if you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. I mean, our, our best friends are asking us for this stuff, and we can't even guarantee them that. We'll be like, maybe we can get you something. A lot of the times, cannot. That's just the case of things. Um, but like I said, it is the holidays now. And uh, Thanksgiving was yesterday. Um, first of all, how did you – I mean, for those of you wondering how we celebrate Thanksgiving, in Germany they celebrate it pretty often, yeah. like Well, not often, but like they have a lot of – Western influence, so like they know what Thanksgiving is and stuff. Yeah, they know what it is, but we celebrated it by a nice double day practice session. We do double day every day. No, we don't. Our team is uh, about once or twice a week, depending on how our match week looks. Uh, we had uh, had it twice this. No, we had double days once this week, but we are actually doing Thanksgiving full team celebration on Sunday. So fired up for that. A little turkey. I'm in charge of the stuffing, the mac and cheese. Everybody's doing their own thing. Fire it up. Absolutely grub. We play Berlin Saturday, so it's going to be the day after Berlin. Wait, you make mac and cheese? I'm going to be. How, did you just look at the recipe? Yeah, fire it up, baby. Oh, that's, a little Joe I've special. Been, I've been looking at that, too. For us, no one knows what. No one even knew what Thanksgiving was. I had a huge. I made a huge Thanksgiving feast. I made everything, and they just bring, like, drinks and, like, and bread and it was a good time it was a good it was a good uh taste at home i should say but anyway how did the food turn out how did your food, food turn out really freaking good i add a little too much sage in the seasoning though everything else freaking phenomenal turkey well, thanks to my brother and my mom for really helping me through the process of everything um i have leftovers and i'm good to go and i'll be firing that up a little taste at home for the next couple of weeks here or next week i'd say um but now i want to cook more you know but we get fed so it's like Whenever I can, I'll definitely be cooking. Probably fired up again this Sunday. Um, but yeah, anyways, Thanksgiving. We just kind of want to go through a few things because we're in very uh, different situations when it comes to Thanksgiving. Those of you listening probably at home in America. Um, and I'm, that's where most of you are from. But some things that we're thankful for, you know. Um, I just want to say thank you for... There's a lot of things I want to thank Bulgaria for. Um, but taking things for granted, for example, toilet paper. Everywhere I go now, I have a stack of toilet paper in my backpack or in my pocket or in my locker because 
when you go to the restrooms in Bulgaria, there's no toilet paper there because uh, it gets stolen. So thankful for always carrying toilet paper with me. Thank you, Bulgaria. Joe, what are you thankful for? You know, I was thinking a lot, and I had to tie it to Bulgaria too since you're in Bulgaria. You ought to be thankful for the hardest working member of the out of system crew. He was Bulgaria uh, brought him to us, Rado. I gotta be thankful mm-hmm. for all the work yep. he's been putting in, yeah, recently and all he does for us. And I'm just so thankful for that. I hope you guys really love that content because it's it's phenomenal. It it's it's beautiful, and we think to ourselves, "Wow, we're just so thankful and so so grateful." You you know, Gage, and, you know, a little family thing that I'm thankful for. I'm mm-hmm. thankful for all the positive, nice comments that our dad used when he was coaching mm-hmm. us. I was re- I'm really yep. thankful for that, for the positive mindset he provided when he when he coached us from our young baby pubescent days to our adult life, <laughs> current careers. This is true. I'm also thankful for the fact that they feed me chicken and cucumbers every day here. That's pretty cool. Mm, so thankful for dude, that. You should be super thankful for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the olive oil and the vinegar on there doesn't get old at all. Let me tell you. It's oof. Let me tell you. It's so Bro, dark. you know what I'm thankful for? And I freaking, mm-hmm. like, every day it happens, I'm just so, so excited for it, is Jordan E. at my outside complaining about sets all the time. I mm-hmm. love it, dude. I, mm-hmm. dude, it, may, it, may, it puts a huge smile on my face every single time. Oh. I get to listen to him just complain in my face. It's awesome. It's it's one of my favorite things. That's why I, that's to be honest, that alone makes me want to continue playing volleyball. Dude, yeah, the one, you know what makes me continue on playing volleyball and I'm just so thankful for. So, you know, a lot of time if I when I if I mess up or anything, I got like 20 people on my team just ready to take a shot and blow my face off and it just makes me so thankful for these opportunities. I'm also thankful for my car, because I was, and this would this be a good way to wrap it up. This is why, well, now my, I don't have a car in Bulgaria. <laughs> That's another thing, but I'm also thankful for a car because we were driving through the countryside of Bulgaria this weekend, and we had a nice W, nice dub, and we went through this village, and I was sitting on the bus, and all of a sudden, I, and I was just looking at the window, and something caught my eye, and I realized in the middle of the road instead of a lot of cars there was a horse pulling a man in a what looked like a carriage and that was his main source of travel and i just looked around and there was like cars in the road with his horse in this carriage and apparently this is normal in bulgaria and i just looked around like it was crazy no one batted an eye and i was just losing my mind i was like does anyone else see this so i'm glad i have a car and i don't have literal horsepower but i have horsepower in the terms of uh, my engine Wild stories. Um, Wild but, stories in Bulgaria. Exactly. There's, and there's plenty more to come from. Comment below your, what you guys are thankful for. Sarcastic or not sarcastic. Uh, we'd love to hear it. and We'd love to respond to you guys. Um, anyway, Joe, how, well, first of all, a little, little update here. Uh, how's your season going? Much better than it was the last time we did a checkup. Our team's starting to play at a much higher Up level. Up down, man. We're into the cup semis. We got a good draw. We have a home match um, against Hershing. Pretty good draw. The other semis, Berlin versus Friedrichshof. We beat Friedrichshof, my old club, last week in five. So that was a good dub, big dub for us. Um, and we just keep slowly moving up the rankings. So we're in a good place right now. We're playing better. You know, we got some confidence rolling. And we got Berlin this weekend, so a big one at home. Um, but, you know, fired up, ready for... It's more competition, excited for the holiday season. We just found out we got some days off and 
excited. We know uh, G Swizz might be making an appearance in Deutschland, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean. But everything. How about you? How is your season going, and how is the mighty Burgas Volleyball Club doing? Really, really well, actually. I think. Well, we've been smoking everyone lately. Um, we had some. We have a really big match against Rattles Old Club, uh, Jessica Sophia, on Sunday here. It's gonna be streamed. It's gonna be televised. So be, make sure to check it out. Um, it's a really, really big one. If we win this one, and then we win, beat, and then we, and then we win this next one after that, Montana, Bulgaria, real place. Wild, it's basically the wild, wild west of Bulgaria, from what I understand. Then we'll probably be around third in the league, I would say, maybe third or second in the league around there. Um, so yeah, things are going really, really well. Uh, there's definitely some. I played in some. In, I I played in a what used to be a swimming pool is now a volleyball court. That was kind of wild. Um, I mean, obviously, there's no dip there anymore, but like the ceiling and everything is just wild. But anyway, just crazy. Uh, but it's going really, really well, and uh, got some big games coming up. Anyway, I want to talk about this new merger with uh, USA Volleyball and uh, AVP. Did, I mean, I remember I read their post. It said, we are, I think this is USA Volleyball who posted this. They're like, we are excited to announce our future with AVP Volleyball and helping progress and spread the sport. I'm like, okay, what does this mean? Do you, do you have any idea what this means? Um, so I read into it a little bit, and they were not super specific. They're very vague about what this new partnership is. But basically, the way they described it in a very vague term is, it's gonna help get more athletes sponsored. So they're gonna have more connections, and then the tour, like the USA Volleyball Junior Tour, you know, the AVP try to do their own kind of tour. It's gonna be they're gonna be merging that. So yeah. A lot of these like grassroots events and stuff are going to be ran together, which is good because most people who are in the volleyball world and the beach volleyball community know that the AVP and USA Volleyball never really work together on a lot of things, and there's always too much stubbornness and stuff to actually agree on anything. And so the fact that they're agreeing, you know, Jamie Davis, who's helped us out here at Out of System with a couple things, it sounds like he's uh, moved things in the right direction. He's much more business-oriented CEO for USA Volleyball. So he understands the benefits of being attached to an organization like the AVP who just partnered with Bali, um, which is a huge stepping uh, stone for the AVP and where they could go with things and making sure that the sport's going in the right direction. Because at the end of the day, if there's no money, then there's no league and there's no there's – no, uh, Profession, sorry, that's the word I was like. Well, there's no profession if there's no if there's no money in the sport, and I tell that all the time. It drives me nuts when I hear clubs in volleyball, or I hear organizations or agents trying to um, trying to short sell like the the athletes. I'm like, it's not good for the sport if athletes are making less money. That means you're gonna get not as quality of athletes because athletes want to go play sports where they're gonna be able to make money, and also clubs are gonna start folding, and it's. It's just not a good reputation for the sport, and it it's difficult for athletes to make a living if they're always being shortchanged and they're always trying to pay them less money. So it's just it's frustrating for me to see. I'm like, why wouldn't you want to be paying your athletes more money? That's why organizations like the NFL, NBA, these all the major American leagues are so successful because they're paying these guys tons of money, and all these other companies want to get involved with these leagues because there is so much money involved. Like nobody wants to get involved in volleyball right now in some leagues because. There's no money in it. And so why would we try to take money away? Um, that's just difficult for me to understand. I understand, like, some teams just don't have control of that. They lose sponsors and stuff. But I always feel like clubs could do a little better job about 
going out and working hard to make sure that their budget is increased so they can pay their athletes more money. I don't know. It's just my opinion. I might be totally off my rocker, but that's just what I have to say about it. It's, it's just my it's just my opinion. Everyone has every right to be wrong. It's okay. Everyone else, they disagree with me. Exactly. When we talked about this on the last couple a while ago, do you think there's actually possibility of having sustainable uh, league in America for men's? I don't think there is. Current, I think the there current is. like infrastructure, no. Of like just sports in America, no. Dude, there's so much that goes like not at the level that you see like the top leagues in Europe. There's I mean, there's even. a lot of money in the top leagues for some of these top players, and I know like most players, even like European players, said that they would go play in the U.S. for less money than they're playing for, but I'm not close. like, not that less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These guys are making a good living, where they're playing at in Italy and Poland and Russia. It would take a lot for them to to go back and live. I mean, maybe when they're retired and stuff. You see kind of like what's going on with the AU sports. You see like Jor- Jordan Larson and Chile Castro and like players like that who are at the end of their careers. They'll go and do that just to help try to boost um, the boost the, the ratings. The ratings, exactly, and get more interest in the, in the sport in the United States. So. I don't know, but I don't see the current infrastructure of sports in America. It's not. There's nothing. There's no market for men's volleyball league right now. That's true. Yeah, I just there's just so much. There's so much behind the scenes which you don't realize what goes on and so many expenses like small expenses that add up. Like for here, let's say like for me, I play in Bulgaria. Obviously, I play in Bulgaria, and it's not like the best league. It's not the worst league. It's it's a solid league, but it's no. It's not like Germany where it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, for Bulgaria, it's like you have like your top teams, and they're okay, they're, they're, they're like this. But then once after those top teams, it's like, you know, whether in like Germany, it's everyone's professional yeah. and stuff. You know, like I, I we play we play semi pro teams. I actually played a player coach here. Anyway, side note, that was kind of cool. He he that happened in Germany in second league. In the second league, exactly. here you have the coaches who play on the team. It's really he puts, strange. He puts his like jacket on every time he comes to the sideline. Puts a sport jacket on. Like goes like this. Is there any coach you can think of in the U.S. that could do that? Milan Zarkovic. He did in Greece, actually. He was telling me about that. Actually, I can't wait till men's season starts because then I can, like, there was like we we talked pretty, some pretty hot topics about men's season last year, um, and say, but I also had a lot a lot of skin in the game, so I had to hold back on some opinions. But now, bro, I can't. On the women's side, what is he, what do you think is going to happen on the women's side? Who's going to win on the women's side? About like halfway point here, or to- more than halfway point actually. Who's gonna be winning on the women's side? You think? I don't know, man. I know Louisville's still undefeated. They just beat um, number four uh, Pittsburgh. They're undefeated. Wow. Yeah, the number one. They they beat number four. Pittsburgh I saw their number one on the road. Undefeated. They beat four Pittsburgh on the road just Bro. now, like a day ago. I want Jen and. Dude, Texas. Texas like, needs so, to win, man. Texas needs to win, man. They're like they're I think they're clearly the best team. They just need to play at that level. Dude. Like athleticism, everything, Texas dude. They always, have the best athletes. They have the best players. But they always be choking. Always. Always. It's hard to choose Texas. Like every year I'm like, dude, how do you not choose this team? And then they It's like the same with like BYU volleyball a lot of the time. Like they were, I wouldn't say they're the best last year, but usually they're like the best team, or and then they have all this talent, and then they just can't finish. Dude, they had, when they had Taylor Sander, Ben Patch, 
freaking Jose, whatever his name is. Yeah. Joe Grosh. Dude, just Taylor Sander and Ben Dude. Patch alone. Freaking. So many good players, but just, I don't know, man. Some teams, what do you, why do you get it? Why can't some teams just get over the hump? Why can't some programs Dude, get over the hump? Do you think it's coaching? It's because, like, I realize even, like, with our Lunenburg team, just with a lack of experience, like, there's just a certain feeling on the court, like, when you get tight situations. Mm. When you haven't, when guys, like, lack of confidence, too. Just when you haven't been in that situation before, it's just a feeling on the court that's not very settling, let's say. No, I get that. There's always, like, a... When you have a young... I don't know. Especially, like, a program like Texas where they... I'm sure they know. Like, everybody talks about how they just don't close. And so they get in those moments, like, every year. And they don't have anybody just to, like... Dude, Logan Eggleston is an absolute beast. She just needs to take over. I agree. I think it's also... also The experience of winning, like, I hate to overemphasize it, but it freaking matters so much. That's that's how that's how we went like on after you win you go into events yeah you go into you go into game it's just like it's not like a cockiness it's just like this some people that's naturally teams can who, do it though it's a, it's a skill too totally it can be I feel like it can be trained and I feel like at our club like our entire lives even though our dad was sometimes you know crazy with us he uh like there was never any time that you like endured any more intensity than what we had in our practice gym and that was trained for sure we're also yeah, like mean, you, you get in, I've, I've also been on teams where the practices are just like it's just always you're always comfortable it's never like anything that's pushing and you get in games it's like totally different feeling so for know. sure i feel like you can for sure be trained i still remember when my dad I was 11 years old, and it was a big game versus Balboa Bay in the quarterfinals. This is the first year of Pack Rim, our dad's club and the club we played for, and it was the quarterfinals. And I was late because I was watching other games, and I had to rush back. And I barely got, got there during warm-ups, and I played a horrible first set. Just lays into me before the second set. This is the only time I've ever, like, cried. I was 11. And I was, it was 14 and under, so I was playing up, I remember, and I just started tearing up, like, I felt like I let the team down, and then I played great after that. And just and here, dude, I just feel like 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 I said, they'll get on me real quick. Everything, the the biggest words I hear from for, that'll stick with me forever from Bulgaria is "must be perfect." This ball must be perfect. Must, must be, be perfect. perfect. Must yeah. be perfect. And that's like the big thing like that sticks with me. And like and it's like so I'm literally on eggshells. I feel like on practice, and although it's like. <laughs> practice might not be as enjoyable it has gotten me better you know and then that's what we're here for you know you know this if you put in pressure situations you yeah yeah you be better at for sure dude pressure situations are an understatement here um but yeah uh we just want to kind of have a short episode today because it's thanksgiving and uh again dude there's one thing there's one thing i think about in practice how much social media actually has changed um, a little bit in how teams actually might play against you because what I realized is there's like a week where there was like a video that came out on volleyball world about us running this slide and then I hit a ball over on two I, yep. did, I turned and hit and then 
there was like one other play and literally after those videos came out every single time we run the slide like there's every team super over it and then every time i jumped it hit they always jump with me now i feel like because like viral once, like, once they see that once they see that online though they're like oh we're not letting that happen so you can like use that to yeah. your advantage it's I, I don't know if it actually was the case but i realized that like after those videos like it works like it does it's it does it's, it's I, I was just thinking about that i'm like dude every single time i jump now to go on to like i have like two guys jump with me a lot <laughs> it's just funny so i don't know if that it's because of that but i was just thinking like how social media affects that in a way because you didn't like imagine like years ago you didn't have that sort of thing so there's also yeah. video but once they see it on social media if they see it's it like true. over and over and over they're like oh we're not letting that happen to us it's always in the back of their mind when you're playing you especially in that situation totally no 100 percent. it's also, just funny to me i also follow my uh like in college here we're, apparently we're getting like a tiktok and instagram they were taking videos today of us i don't know what's going on dude dude like they always have random people coming in taking pictures and stuff i'm like who are they what are these for i don't even know who knows who knows <laughs> But who knows? Um, but I always used to follow our uh, like our like Long Beach and like San Diego. I used to follow his Instagram to see like to keep up how they're doing, see plays and stuff. Especially early in the troll season. Them. Oh yeah, I used to troll. I'm gonna troll. Actually, I can't wait. The guy sees. I'm just gonna troll. Troll gauge. Troll with the out of system count. Yeah, I will. I'll do that. Like I did it a little last year, but now I'm just. Gonna <laughs> Dude, you should start trolling for the NCAA tournament for the women. Should I start then? Yeah, dude, you should. That, that's a trolling. part of the reason why I'm like, oh, we just go full-time out of system. We just, I just go to these big events, and I just want to be kicked out of these big events. I just want to be notorious. Because <laughs> I'll make people uncomfortable. If anyone's seen our sack tap video, that was like a 10-minute cut. How well did like, that do? I only got like 5,000 views or a little under 5,000 or something. People comment what your favorite videos of that we've ever done. I'd be interested. We still have some my... content from the summer we have to edit and yeah, get posted right. that we've been saving. Yeah, I've been slacking on that. I'll get it out, I promise. Anyways, guys, I just want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Manscaped, and the Lawnmower 4.0. Make sure, again, they have a Black Friday sale as well, so make sure uh, use a promo code, Volleyballs, all capital, plural, for your 20% off and free shipping worldwide. Check them out this holiday season. Worldwide. Again, if you want to go further than the mistletoe, you want to have a little fun action, make sure you're trimmed up uh, for that nice lady in your life. Manscaped volleyballs, 20% free worldwide shipping. And again, Black Friday sale for the Out of System merch, baby. Again, it'll go quick. I promise you it'll go quick. We ordered a solid amount. It should be a lot, but there's a lot of people. Don't come writing us. Exactly. You no, know, this no, is all. Like, we've wanna... warned you. We warned you. Hey, is there any chance? And people, if you if you have a son, if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, people love this as gifts. Every single time people buy it as gifts, they're like fired up and they always write us and stuff. And we got a video of uh of people like handing it out as gifts. People like crying because they got our merch inside. It's like, dude, people love it as gifts. If you need a gift idea for the holidays, order it before it runs out. We should start spreading random. I mean, that part is true. We should start start spreading crazy stories. A man slit a man's throat for this screw neck. <laughs> Blood stains on. Anyways, guys. You should see where this screw neck came from. Jokesy. J German jokesy here. 
Always a pleasure hopping on with you guys. I'll be out there. It's a short one today, but it's short but sweet. And comment what you're thankful for below. And remember, if you can't handle the heat, goddamn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Atlas System. <laughs>